Right. Wait, wait, hold on a minute. I have a backpack. You're gonna ride in his 1991 Volvo? No. No, we didn't even bring it. It's some stranger's car. I don't like where this is going. Cool. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Film House. We're talking about the hit film Infinity War Avengers. The film made a billion dollars. Who cares? We're going to talk about fun stuff. Uh, I'll remind you that this episode is brought to you by Lisa Mattress. You get $125 off by going to lisa.com forward slash filmhouse. Is the uh, one of the deepest discounts they've ever offered. Let's talk about this movie. We just okay. watched it five minutes ago. Well, we're watching a clip of it, trailer loop, and there's yeah. already a scene that wasn't in the movie. When they're what all slow that? motion running in the forest? Yeah, that yeah. was purely for the trailer. Yeah. There's, there's even like a few alt takes I noticed, which thank God they're doing that, by the way. Filming uh, things more Well, it's because the movie's yeah. not done when the trailer comes out. They're not intentionally going, let's use stuff that's not in the movie. Yeah, I'm, I'm actually glad for those sorts of things. So, Wait, uh, are we doing spoilers? What do you think? I think we should. I think we yeah, should. Yeah, just do 15 minutes of not spoilers and then 15 minutes of spoilers. Okay, so what do you want to do first? So 15 minutes of you no do, spoilers. Well, you obviously do the not spoilers first. Okay. And All then right. you let everyone know, okay, now we're going to talk about spoilers. I'm okay. sorry I'm eating. The movie's two hours and 45 minutes long. That's I got fine. really, really hungry. Uh, okay. No spoilers. It didn't feel like two hours and 45 no. minutes. It went by like that. It was yes. real fast. The for about. Uh, so actually, real quick, I think just go around the room. Did everyone like it? Yes. 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 Okay. So Lawrence, do you like it? Yeah. Oh, okay. All right. There we go. There was a that was not a resounding yeah. Okay. That was like a seventy five percent yeah. Yeah. Um, I was more curious because John does not like Marvel movies. Yes. And I wanted to know. No, that's not. That's not entirely true. <laughs> that's what people say about me in the comments too, and they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't like uh, most action sequences. Mm. Uh, why? Or, Tell us why. It's it's CG fest. Right. Can't mm -hmm. believe it. It's like a video game. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I do like uh, I do like many of the Marvel movies. I enjoyed them. They're fun. I don't feel that they have much depth, um, yep. and that's a point against them. Sorry. What about when they go to Center comic Planets? book boys? Yeah. What about um, when they start casting spells on each other? It is very hot in this room. Am I the only one? You are the only one. Alrighty yeah. then. Um, <laughs> you but yeah, garbage? I thought it was fun. I thought it was a fun movie. Okay. Um, no spoilers. <laughs> I was literally, literally everything I want to say is about uh, it spoils movie. There, but, uh, well, I, I know what you're going to say. So going back to what you're saying about the CGI fest, um, because, yes, you are correct. I don't think this is a movie with a lot of depth. I think it had a lot of buildup, which is awesome. And I think it paid off a lot of things that they set up eight years ago which or ten years ago. was handled very, very well, mm -hmm. I would say. Um, the, but... <laughs> There are a few moments that they definitely skimp on the the CGI budget. They're like, just hurry it up. Just throw Mark Ruffalo on a green screen and call it a day. Oh. Um, you can yeah. only think of one. That was it, really. Oh, wait, wait, is it not, spoiler or non-spoiler? We'll do non-spoiler. We'll talk about it at the end, yeah, after the ad read. you have to say. This is hard to talk about without I was, spoiling. I, I yeah, told you. I told you. You can talk about how you felt. You yeah. can talk about everything leading up to Here it. Here we go. So, Here, how about this? Three minutes of non-spoilers. Yeah, that's good. So, I don't think I talk about this three minutes. This movie, for me was very similar to watching Return of the King, Lord of the Rings, mm. right? Remember how Return of the King came out and it won a bunch of Academy Awards and it was like, this is the greatest movie ever made? And it was built on the backs of two other outstanding films, right? right? Sure. Yeah. This is probably the best Marvel movie, in my opinion. Oh, wow. I think it might be one mm. of the best action movies ever made. But it can't exist without All everything that leads yeah. up to it. It's, yeah. not like, it's not like Aliens. Yeah, you can watch Aliens, right? And and then you can be like, oh, this is this is one of the best. 
yeah. action movies ever made. But you don't need anything else. You just go in and you watch it. I would I would actually say it's not the best Marvel movie, but I think it's it's the most different. Um, or I guess probably it's the biggest and it's the loudest. And I was just glad that it didn't it wasn't crushed beneath its own weight. I was surprised at how well they balanced it. And Bruce, you brought up this really good point. It was directed by the Russo brothers, who were doing that for years with shows like Arrested Development. The ensemble cast. They, which, know, how, they yeah. know how to do it. This which isn't really a, a spoiler, sense. but in the credits, obviously you stay through the whole credits. Did you see that? There's apparently somewhere in there an Arrested Development character. I know we where it the, is. Where? Where? Wait. Oh, we'll talk about it after 15 uh, minutes. No spoilers, Bruce. <laughs> yeah, we got like three minutes. It's yeah. fine. Uh, blah, blah, blah. I, um, I, was, uh, I also thought that the movie did something. I, I thought it was more like Empire Strikes Back and not Return of the King. Uh, because of the ending, I'm not going to spoil it yet. Um, because it didn't feel like Adam said, it didn't feel like it was going anywhere. I like, I felt like there was no hope, uh, throughout the whole movie. Mm -hmm. Like there were a couple of times that I was like, Oh, 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 maybe, maybe. But most of the time the movie is leading you down a path that makes you feel sad. (laughs) And, and I, I didn't ever feel like, uh, it's it, it was interesting to me because most superhero movies you're like oh the superhero always comes out on top that's typically mm-hmm. the way this works this movie did not feel that way to me there so. are just certain things about how vocal and transparent the production of movies are these days that it's impossible like I'm sure people will but for anyone who has a remote more than passing interest in these in film in general you know that they filmed two of these. Back to back. Thus, I went in going, I'm not expecting yeah. them to go, the end yeah, right. No, right, you know, right. at, <laughs> at the end of a movie like this because they've already told you there's going to be more. It's totally. like, yeah. you know, it's like at the end of Matrix Reloaded. Yeah. They're like, we filmed them both. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, like I almost thought maybe there would be a trailer for the next one at the end of this movie. Well, it's like watch, watching Deathly Hallows Part 1. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you watch that and you're like... All right, I know where this is going. Yeah. Um, and that's Deathly Hallows Part 1 is a good movie, but I'm never going to sit down and only watch Deathly Hallows Part 1. <laughs> I, so. I'm, I'm mostly comparing this film to the other Avengers. And I think oh. it's it's head and shoulders above those mm-hmm. in terms of how everything was managed. Avengers 1 should have been this exciting climax, but I still feel like anytime I put it on again, you just want to, you're just sitting through everything else to get to the New York scene at the end. Yes. The whole big, they do this whole plot, which it, the movie should have its own plot, but the whole first half and maybe a little bit beyond that, the first 60%, I don't give two shits about. <laughs> like, oh, <laughs> Hawkeye's is- evil now. And like, it's not, it's not that interesting. There's a one fun moment where they fight in the woods. I like, yeah. I like that one. That's but the one like, I can remember. Yeah. I can remember Hawkeye being able or whatever. He, was, he gets possessed. Yeah, there's, there's like a little thing too, like the shield helicarrier and things that like as a kid, you're like, man, how are they going to pull that off in a movie? You're like, oh, wow, they did it. That's kind of cool. And then, and then you have Age of Ultron, which most people aren't crazy about. And I think that's because they injected this plot into it, but it wasn't done very well. Mm-hmm. And you didn't, the stakes were not clear. But that's so. Vision's origin story. <laughs> and then the end result was Vision, and you're like, that's cool. a big fart noise. You know, like, so. Like fart wearing yeah. a sweater vest. But well, this one, I will say, does a great job injecting a plot that is specific to this film. Mm-hmm. So that such that it doesn't just feel like the climax of a bunch of other films. Well, it feels like, the, is, feels like the action's inspired by the plot. Yes. As, as opposed to, like, Ultron with, like, how long has it been? Oh, shit, we need an action it's, scene. It's, it's yeah. not just like, well, they're all here. All these superheroes are here, so they should be fighting things. <laughs> like, it's it's actually pretty good, and I would say 
maybe one of the best villains in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Yeah. One of the most like fleshed out yeah. and balanced, I think. Yeah. Speaking of balance, right. balance in the universe. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. nice. Good reverence. Nice. What are you trying to say, Lawrence? Oh, oh, nothing. Oh, sorry. I want to hear Lawrence's thoughts. Yeah, 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 what do you think, Lawrence? Yeah. Oh. Uh, I guess in non, non-spoiler terms, I agree. Villain was super good. Uh, I thought it was interesting because the... Escalation is such a tricky thing in, in movies like this where it's supposed to be the calamity of everything. So I thought the movie did a really good job of even having escalation within its own structure because uh, there was, if, if, you're, if you have passing familiarity, it's like Infinity Gauntlet lets you do anything. And how do you even visualize that? Or how do you even make a story about that um, when somebody can undo reality? So I thought they did a really good job uh, essentially laying out a structure that has no rules but still making it make sense within itself. I, I give a lot of respect to that, at least. Mm-hmm. There was never a moment where you were like, why didn't Thanos just blank? Uh, at least I didn't have too many of those. Well, I think that goes hand in hand with the fact that... <laughs> what? Oh, because he has hands? Hand. Gauntlet. Oh, I guess, yeah. He has hands, yeah. Man, that's a stretch. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, well, that, hand that, in a hand. I felt like, and this is this will be us transitioning into spoiler territory. Uh-oh. Spoilers! Uh, that, spoilers. Call it out, spoilers! No, just, no I'm just saying this is, this is a precursor Somebody of the spoilers. Somebody pull the fire okay. yeah. um, Talking about Thanos being a fleshed out villain, uh, I felt like they did a good interpretation of his comic book character where uh, they did a better job in a way where they actually, I wouldn't call him a villain. I would just actually call him a character with motives. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, it's sort of like... This isn't like a someone looking at him being like, you know, Hitler, it's some good. It's like, no, it wasn't like that. He is he's a genocidal maniac, but there's a few parts where you go, he actually has valid reasons for what he's saying. He sounds like a desperate person trying to make the universe right, but he's doing it through villainous means. Well, there's a there's a specific part. Spoilers. Uh, Are we, we're doing spoilers now. Uh, I'm just saying this one real quick. Okay. Where Doctor Strange because it's not really a spoiler. Doctor Strange ta- is talking to Thanos. And uh, and he and I think Thanos Thanos says something about his will, and Doctor Strange says something back, which is like not as strong as our will. And that's the that's the way I felt about Thanos. Is Thanos just had strength of will. That's all. Mm-hmm. And and he's like, oh, what I believe is right, so I'm going to do it, and no one's standing in my way, and I'm I'm making this gauntlet because no one's going to stand in my way, and I'm going to force everyone to get out of my way. I never thought he was being evil for evil's sake. Like no, yeah, no, I'm a bad guy because I'm a bad guy. Which to be fair, Ultron had interesting motives like that too. Where he was just saying the time of man is over. It's oh, now yeah. robot yeah. time. Okay, then kind of but just did it in a really dumb way. I don't know. It's kind of silly. Like, what's your rush? Is that a direct quote from the movie? Mm-hmm. It's robot time. Robot time. <laughs> James Spader, silky smooth voice. Um, well, do you, do you want to do spoilers? No, okay. uh, no, that's okay. Okay. Yeah. I was just gonna say one of the best things about this movie, in my opinion, though, is the fact that they could have just leaned into the fact that Thanos was a big, scary purple guy that sits in a chair. They set him up. <laughs> So long, six years ago or yeah, whatever, yeah. Mm-hmm. as big, scary cosmic guy in the chair, and everyone watching couldn't wait for them to just bang their fists together. But they didn't do that. The movie is kind of about Thanos in it a is. lot of ways. It is, totally and I is think that. they knew that Thanos is going to be the only link between all these stories. And so I think it was a really smart decision in the screenplay to say, well, instead of making it about like Tony Stark. And then Tony Stark now has to be in Wakanda. Tony Stark has to be right. in space. Tony Hart, Stark, all these. Let's pick the one character out of all of these people who can be in that and then tell his story. Yeah. And that's why I think the, the narrative I was 
so invested in it. Yeah. I thought that's why it was so good, and I think that's why he made a great villain. Josh Brolin did a fantastic job. I thought he did a great job. Mm-hmm. Uh, you really, I, even obviously he's all CG, but uh, the emotion you can hear in his voice yeah. and lack of emotion mm-hmm. uh, at times was uh, exactly, it was almost almost perfect for what it sh- he should have been. I, I oh. play a lot of Marvel Puzzle Quest, <laughs> and anyone that knows his passive abilities knows that you want Thanos on your team, but now I'm going to think about it mm-hmm. oh. when I put him on there. I'm really going to think about <laughs> that- what means to have Thanos. That was one interesting, I don't know if it was a retcon, but, so I, I'll go into the comic book spoiler territory. I don't know if you care about this, but Thanos' motives in the comics was he's in love with the physical embodiment of death. And so he's just trying to please death. And then they tease that at the end of Avengers where they say, to go up against Earth is to court death. And he sort of smiles like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm going to make death my, I'm going to make her love me. Mm. That's stupid. Um, and I don't like that plot line, yeah. and I think it's silly. And I was actually, without spoiling the movie, they don't really go down that route. I mean, they, I don't know they may. In, uh, well, maybe, I mean, maybe can we, more. Can we just but break it, spoiler ground and just talk openly now? Let's, let's. I think we're at we're spoiler we'll time. Do, uh, we'll do a sponsor? I'll do a quick ad read, and then we'll move into spoiler territory. So you have been warned. I want to remind you that this episode of Film House is brought to you by Lisa who is a innovative direct-to-consumer online mattress brand that is also socially conscious. So please, spring into better sleep. That's better than like laughing at the hand Why? thing. It's it's better, more well-written, I <laughs> Did guess. Did you write that? Or no. They? I mean... Because their mattresses don't have springs. They them. wrote it for me. Yeah, but their mattresses don't have springs in them. That's They're correct. made out of science, scientifically, like science technologically foam. advanced... It's like soft, amazing stuff. Yeah, just hit the bolt. I'll just keep going. Yeah. Podcast about Avengers, right? That's pretty much it. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> uh, you can actually get one hundred and twenty-five dollars off, like we said, by going to lisa.com forward slash filmhouse. Uh, once, like I said before, is their deepest discount. See, deepest that works. That's that's kind of a pun because the you sleep, oh, you deep sleep that sort of thing that works. Come on, oh. shut up. So one mattress is donated for every ten sold, and one tree is planted for every order received. Uh, that means 23,000 matches have actually been donated thus far. Uh, there are 11,005 star reviews. That many people cannot be wrong. Maybe um, in some circumstances, but not this one. Uh, Lisa Matches is loved by over 300,000 happy sleepers and counting. One of those people we always talk about is Bones. Made a child on that bed. And uh, maybe maybe missed that. a few times, Gross. I assume. I don't know. You know, Two pillows get together. You don't know what you're in. Uh, it is a socially conscious company with a mission to end <laughs> bedlessness in America. I like that. Lisa Mattress was designed to provide support and pressure relief to every body type and sleeping for a deeper night's sleep. That's right. You could go see Avengers and sleep soundly about thinking about it and all the thoughts because you got to wait a year for the next one. Uh, so thank you, Lisa, for sponsoring this podcast. Please support them because you support them, then it supports us and Vice versa, and then we keep talking uh, about comic book people. So I have to go really see the movie cool. again. Are you actually leaving now? Uh, I, I really am because I bought tickets before. We're going to talk about spoilers. Our screen. I, Shout out me. a spoiler. The really? one thing, the only death that I was sad about, spoiler, what? is at the very end when Bucky goes, Steve, um, and then he dies. Death? I, question mark. And I was like, I was like, no, Bucky. Actually, quick question for you, Bruce. Yeah. What time does your movie start? Uh, Seven thirty-five. So I got to get over there and get some food. Okay, gotcha. Because the movie's not going to start for an hour. More than that. Because yeah, of the, of the, the, the trailers and commercials. Autumn's calling me right let now. Let him go. She wants to go see it, too. Go, go, go get dinner. Yeah, All right, thank you, Bruce. Get on up here. Turn on Avenger uh, mode. It'll drive you to the theater in no time. Unless a certain amnesiac captain gets in your way. So, to James's point, yeah. I Or did you say this? No, no. It was Bruce who was saying it was like an Empire Strikes Back feel. Oh, yeah. First thing I said when I walked out of the theater was, Last Jedi needs to really be ashamed of itself. 
Damn. Because Whoa. this was – so there's three Avenger movies, right? And then everyone goes like, well, the second one's like the Empire strikes back of it. These guys somehow like knocked it out of the fucking park oh, on a third one. And it makes you – you don't ever – you didn't feel like, oh, is this the end? Now you're like, well, now I really want to know what's going to happen. Like it left me wanting more. You leave Last Jedi and you go, what the – I don't care. This this has an architect. The the Star Wars trilogy that's currently unfolding doesn't appear to as much have an ar- architect. Or has too many architects. Or it has mm. too many architects. Yeah, or at least too, ar- many. too many architects who aren't in sync. But the trade-off of that is that sometimes you it, you can't get a real Last Jedi in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Right. You can't get something that just breaks the rules of the movies that came before it. Mm-hmm. Unless they set it in a different galaxy, literally. You know? So... Mm-hmm. Um, so it's tough, but it, the beauty of this is that there's certain things like the Thor's character. He he is no he is not Thor from Avengers one or Thor from Avengers two, nor is he Thor from Thor one or Thor two. He is Ra- Ragnarok Thor. Yeah. So like even, moments after, even though in this movie, which they, a couple ticks that I wasn't crazy about, which aren't like they're just things that bothered me, were that I really felt shitty that all the hard work. That everyone went into spoiler in Thor three mm-hmm. was, was immediately just shit on. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. At the start, like yeah. immediately shit it, on. It establishes stakes really early though, which I appreciated. Yeah, I, I know, but it you're immediately not without invested in stomping into the ground the effort put in by well, everyone at yeah. the end of that. I think movie. they, they well, withdrew from the bank. They knew that they had emotional weight because it's a recent movie. It's very it was very well liked. So I think they just cashed in a check real early for audience engagement. Yeah, but I think it was and too soon. It it also mm. kind of sets up sense. Thor as the kind of uh, mirror image of Thanos, and uh, that he has uh, literally yeah. lost everything, mm-hmm. all his family, his mm. entire world. I did not consider that. And that's what happened to Thanos, and that's what drives Thanos, and so that's now what also it's, drives Thor. It's just going to be hard for me to go back and watch Ragnarok. Mm. And yeah, watch the at end, the end and be, be like, Korg, get on the no, plane, Korg, go, no. everyone, you can do it, Loki, save the day. Well, yeah, like, so what, and then, I guess, yeah, what happened to Korg? He was dead. Was yeah. he? I don't Tied know, he's a rock man. for too much money. <laughs> he's a rock man, so I'm sure he got blasted. Someone's they can fine. do whatever they want. Yeah, That's re- true. remind yourself that there is a glove that makes you a god, so yeah. part two could pretty much do whatever. Uh, I will say this, um, the movie did feel a little heavy sometimes with the amount of characters that were in it. At some point, there were characters that I have always wanted like a little bit more out of, like Black Widow. She's just a cardboard cutout. Yeah, mm-hmm. she's just yeah. like I'm here to fight. Hey, Cap, later, and then yeah. even Captain America yeah. barely does anything. I was surprised Cap actually didn't have much of a footprint in this movie. No, huh. it was like there was a there was a lot of characters coming off of sort of sort of like emotional endings. Ragnarok being one of them, Civil War being the other, uh, even um, Black Panther. Or like, there's a lot of these things where like a lot of stakes were set up, and a lot of things are just sort of floating in limbo. And the guy just sort of comes in like a comic book character, so I can't be mad at it because it's a fucking comic book movie. So well, I, go. I'm going to say that a lot of that was probably like the architect that I keep complimenting for the Marvel movies by design. I think that's the old guard. Like they're not going to invest a ton of time into Black Widow and Captain America when they know that their contract is up. Yeah. Right. Like, and they know they're they're oh. going to push forward into other stuff. I think they're thinking like. Guardians of the Galaxy. We really want to make sure people like Guardians of the Galaxy, mm-hmm. you know, and Spider-Man. We want to make sure people like Spider-Man and Doctor Strange mm-hmm. and, yeah. and stuff like that. And then I think the Wakanda thing may have been an oversight. I think they probably couldn't have possibly predicted how massive a success Black Panther would have been. Because mm-hmm. we went to a theater and there was 
There was uh, black people behind me that were clearly there for Wakanda. Well, they mm-hmm. announced as such when Wakanda showed up. And so this is what I came for, I believe. But and then spoiler, <laughs> it was really? awesome, by the way. That was, that but was fun. spoiler, at the end of the film, when T'Challa disappeared, they were not happy. <laughs> they were really unhappy with wow. that. And I feel like, I mean, you can't just adapt if you're like, oh, this movie did really well. It would have been uh, shitty, yeah. like mm-hmm. if they were trying to do it on I the mean, fly. I mean, maybe that's just a that's just a ripple delete. You just take. It, well, I'm pretty sure they could have, if they wanted to, they could have just went. Yeah, I thought that there, they had announced that there were reshoots from Infinity War after yeah. Black Panther came out. To so add they, more Wakanda. Yeah, they yeah. could have. But they, they can't necessarily change that. the course of what needs to happen oh, to T'Challa's character in the second oh, movie. Oh, yeah. They, oh, yeah, they can't yeah, do, right. They've already shot the that. second movie. That's a good, a very good um, thing I hadn't thought about. But on the subject of kind of like tying things together, I thought... That they did it because I was kind of nervous because not nervous, but Guardians of the Galaxy is so tonally different, yeah. like than the rest of like the movies. Mm-hmm. And I thought they did a good job of kind of maintaining the tone of the yeah. characters mm-hmm. and not kind of adapting them all into one tone. Like mm-hmm. there's no real Stark, like, clash, right? Yeah, like well, Tony Stark trying to deal with the Guardians was pretty funny. Like, I'm, you know, what I'm realizing now. Uh, I, I initially was not a huge fan of like the new Iron Man or Spider-Man suits, but they did that, so it would look totally okay next to mm-hmm. Guardians and stuff like that. So oh, they you got, felt like they were more cartoony? Or, they were or, super cartoony. Yeah, oh, yeah. no, it, it's all very slick and yeah. like bodysuit stuff. And reflective of uh-huh. the purple skies. So when stuff. I saw that, I was like, mm-hmm. are they doing this for toys? But then okay. they were standing next to Guardians in this hyper-saturated space land, and I was like, okay, now that makes sense. I think they know. They, they totally know what they're doing. What, I mean, the thing, I saw that, uh, what, James Gunn was an executive producer on mm-hmm. this, mm-hmm. right? And I think that's because Guardians is so different that I'm sure they were like, can you just, can you just be on set? Because uh, yeah. like, like, even the cinematography changed. The Russo brothers are great. Yeah. But they've established a pretty set tone for their movies in the Marvel Universe, which are shaky cam, kind of gritty, espionage, mm-hmm. warfare type thing, which you can see in most of the stuff that happens on Earth. But when they go into the other galaxy, there's a lot of shots of like Star-Lord where he's just upside down hanging in from the top of the frame, mm-hmm. which is what James Gunn kind of set up in his franchise. So I wouldn't be surprised if they were like, I'm direct, we're directing, but just come on set and just make look through all this yeah. Give us your storyboards. Let us know if this all feels right because, yeah. you know. Well, this is the, one of the things we always talk about is that the Marvel movies all sometimes tonally feel very much the same. And I think this is sort of the benefit of it mm. is when you have all these worlds clash, they don't clash. They just meet and they complement one another so that when Thor is arguing with the Guardians of the Galaxy or is interacting with them, your brain's not – it's not hurting, you know. Like it's not like you're watching two two different franchises that feel so different and when they meet – it's like it's not a big deal. I don't know. Like I felt like nothing felt out of place. If that makes sense. Absolutely. I just felt sense. like people got shortchanged. That's mm-hmm. really which, kind of it. Which, when you think that it was two hours and forty-five yeah, minutes, I don't know. There was a whole lot of change to that, go around. Like there wasn't a lot. Yeah, there wasn't a lot of room to split it out. I. I but on that thought, um, I feel like the short change was worth it because, it, like we said, it's it's Thanos's movie and Thanos, 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 and I, I felt like he was such a he's a compelling character. I think he's up there with like Gollum in terms of a oh, yeah. all CGI character that I hmm. was like, there's the, there's the part where they're all holding him down. Yeah. And like CGI looks really fucking good. Do you yeah. see his, you yeah. see his muscles flex yeah. when he, there's a point oh, yeah. where he pulls, he pulls a gem up like of this course. and every, all his deltoids <laughs> flex the right way. It was really cool. It's insane. <laughs> well, and his mouth is for being a, a like, 
hyper masculine jaw big alien man his face still looks really like normal is not a thing you say because you've never yeah. seen that before but right. it, it all made sense you don't his get that teeth, creepy yeah, mask I, I noticed that with his teeth at one point I saw his teeth and I was like those look like rough teeth well, yeah um, oh, the only time that I didn't like or that I noticed something with Thanos' CG it was flawless throughout the whole thing except when he picked up Loki in the beginning there was oh, like, like a weird motion blur yeah. as he was lifted up and I was like I, I kind of got nervous. I was like, is that how it's going to be the whole movie? And then it, it wasn't. Yeah. But like mm-hmm. the hydraulic blue arm yeah. lifted up Tom Hill's <laughs> thin. <laughs> Snapping all the vertebrae yeah. along the way. Yeah. Um, I, I guess uh, I, w- I would like to congratulate the movie on uh, not being afraid to kill half its cast. Yeah. Every Marvel uh, movie ends in a place fundamentally different than where it begins. Most, actually, sorry, I should, I should clarify. There mm-hmm. are some that are just side stories, but. They, I was thinking back on it with like you were talking about Shield Hill Carrier and like, oh, that shit fucking crashed. And the the movies, I appreciate them. They're not afraid to actually make plot uh, progression or change things fundamentally. And this one did very much that. Mm. So that's cool. Uh, at least it's not a huge like dancing around anything. Mm-hmm. And if if this were made by anyone else, one and only one hero would have gone down, maybe. Yeah. And then they would be fall into water. Part two. Right. Well, that, that was Avengers. Going. We're like, oh no, Coulson died. Yeah. Yeah. And, ever, and who? Tony Stark's like. No. Well, they have to tell you yeah. that it's important. Yeah. Like literally, yeah. literally, Samuel Jackson has to make up a scene where yeah. he falsifies information that makes mm. it seem emotionally resonant. Yeah. Or, um, whereas, whereas this one, like it, it was the very, it's very impactful moment where they do the iconic snapping, and I, you, you don't know. Like I was like, oh no way, they're gonna keep up. Oh, there he goes. Like that yeah, was yeah. that was impressive. Yeah. Um, and did, it upset some people behind you. <laughs> did that hit for you guys? That everyone the, turning into dust, like I thought, it was a good visualization of what a godlike power would look like visited out upon an entire as planet. opposed to a rapture, like just just, just like, disappearing, you know, as opposed to like half the people dying, no, and, like uh, being dead. Well, no, because they're not killing. It's the, I think the dust makes it pretty obvious. It's it's his there's, mercy. There's you know? it's like you know no. earlier in the film, Drax gets turned into a bunch of cubes, and you're like, is Drax dead? Uh, no, like. But uh, when you get ba- when you control the element that changed him, mm-hmm. then he can just come back, you know. Yeah. So like, I, yeah, that was. I mean, like, when everyone turned into dust, every time it happened, I just uh, because you it, wanted them to be holding. Well, no, I mean, it just <laughs> they just faded jumping away. into traffic. Yeah. Like there was no there was it, it, that was the least grounded. Uh, like mm-hmm. those, all of those deaths were not grounded at all. Like it was just like oh, bye bye. Oh like, yeah. yeah, it didn't. It I, I don't, don't know. I don't it know if they could have had all the bodies. It didn't hit for me. I yeah. just think on a in a Disney level, on a merch level, on a family level, if you just have piles of dead bodies, you're gonna get angry letters from the Midwest. Yeah, I, we I, had piles of dead alien bodies, but they're aliens. They're aliens. Video game logic. Yeah, it's totally fine. They um, don't bleed red. It's cool. Well, that that going back to Thanos' character, so I liked about him, he wasn't so much a villain he even says like this is it's a mercy killing and mm-hmm. he can make it as clean as possible I, I understand that the visual effect probably wasn't to your liking maybe they could have crossfaded back to the future yeah. it's less emphatic yeah there was no weight sure it. but I think that's literally because they floated away hey, he, no, he didn't want to leave a mess for no, everybody no, I think it's Spider-Man by design was, Spider-Man there was weight there and they gave him some more time, but I yeah. thought it. Yeah, there there were a few teary goodbyes. It wasn't all just "I'll see you later," mm-hmm. yeah. fading away. I mean, it was a lot of that. I mean, I, I did understand that, like you know, there were. I heard little kids yelling and stuff behind me, so it's like, okay, they're not going to have like 
a bunch of corpses, but I I, I like I just didn't think it hit. I like not knowing who in which scene would be the ones disappearing. Yeah, that's yeah. what I liked. It a was lot. a really clever uh, plot mechanic. I'll give it that. It, yeah. uh, it it'll, made, it'll, you, it'll, made you clench up. It'll all be undone in some way in the future because there's a lot of money writing on these franchises. Well, do you like think this is their big reboot. Like no. could be. I don't think so. Yeah, well, so not, that, not a big reboot, but it's a way to introduce X Men into the franchise and stuff hmm. like that. There, that was kind of a debate we had uh, on the way back, which was, are they going to get the glove and use the glove to reverse everything that happened, or are they going to create a new universe or something uh, yeah. with new actors? I don't know. Like, is it is it a reversal of what happened, and would that kind of, like, ruin the end of this movie where it was so tragic that everyone died? Or are they just going to abandon this universe Rick and Morty style yeah. and just start a new universe? Isn't Marvel pretty fanatically dedicated to one continuity? They are right now. My, uh, right now they are, but yeah. in the comics, that's isn't that what happened at the end of Infinity War? That like, well, I think they, they, they may started have started a new universe or something. Yeah, but it's undone immediately. Well, oh. it's so my understanding, and this is only hearing it like overhand from uh, Lewis, but apparently Marvel has been—it's technically the same continuity. From when most of these started till now, actually, I think there might have been one wipe event, but I, DC does it every year. It's so. impossible for me to keep up. I, I tried reading Civil War, the comic series from that like jump from like X Force to like X Men to like Avengers to Captain America. Like it had so many different styles that it was just like impossible to keep track of what was in what continuity. Damn, um, someone's gonna yell at me for saying DC does it every year. What I, they, I mean, they do, I do, they've done it more frequently. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. somebody's just going to be like, "Oh, They're, it's every two years, you asshole." And then I, I guess uh, talk just about call him a nerd. <laughs> uh, talk about the big ending, I guess. Now, Pop my color. Uh, I, and Marvel's really good at this. I didn't think I was going to be interested in a Black Panther movie, and then I was, and didn't think I was going to be interested in a Captain Marvel movie, and then here we are. Uh, now I really want to see a Captain Marvel movie because apparently I, that's important. I mean, I wanted to see it anyway. Again, Marvel Puzzle Quest is the best marketing tool yeah. that they've ever. Four Star Carol's amazing, but, yeah. but uh, I, I mean, I'm excited for the movie just anyway. I thought that, that button at the end was so like, after an intergalactic, like a universal, like event like that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how someone that like could, how she could be of importance. Like it felt yeah. like they understood that she was the next movie. Mm-hmm. Coming along, yeah, that, I got that. Vibe and so too. they were like, "We need to reference her," uh, but in in this comparatively, and may, who knows, maybe she's going to be like a cosmos type demigod thing or whatever. But isn't like, that what Doctor Strange is like? Kind of. Doctor Strange is just well, a really a good magician. human who's good at magic, and I think they handled that super well. And that uh, I, the scenes with Doctor Strange in them were really super awesome. I thought, and his role in the plot was also really intelligent, and in that it kind of kicks the can to the second film. Uh, you know, because he mm-hmm. he sees the one path, so he knows what's going to go down, and he's complicit mm-hmm. with it all because he kind of knows how it's going to turn out. So. I was confused by that. So he talks about how he saw 14 million different outcomes, and this was the only way. Mm-hmm. So the way the movie happened is the way he saw it, theoretically. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. why because I thought gave Quill fucked stone. it up. Yeah. Okay. That's he, why he gave him the stone is because in the vision of, of the 14 million visions he saw, where they actually beat Thanos. Yeah. He did have to destroy half the universe before they could beat him. So Ms. Marvel do- is a factor somehow. And and either that's incidental, like you said, it's just the next movie, so it yeah. leaves a very open-ended question. For me, I'm like, well, shit, they bit off a huge-ass chunk of a problem now where they have to they have to justify the fact that apparently Ms. Marvel is the key to saving the entire universe, I, half of it. I just I think that 
they're not, I don't think that it's going to come down to the fact that she is the key. Mm. I think it's just that they needed their button to promote the next one. I yeah. hope it's Sam. Well, and so. That'll be, a, that'll be a, I will, I will not trust them anymore if they do that. Why? Because it, uh, it's just an incredible They hit shawarma at the end of one. It's not always the cl- the answer is not always like Howard the Duck was in the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, yeah. and isn't like I I always saw the post credits as just kind of a little piece of cherry on the top. At the well, end. this what there's, like, and, there's and, and I felt that this one was an homage to the first one. Sort of, and isn't Nick Fury kind of a constant or semi-constant in I mean, the post credits? Yeah, like that's why I thought that when when it Nick Fury faded in, I was like, oh, they're they're paying respects to like mm-hmm. all the movies that came before it and showing but, what happened to Nick Fury. I, I don't yeah. necessarily think that the end button scenes are the herald for the next scene, but because they tied the event so closely to yeah. that like he saw the world ending and he hit that button yes that's that's mm, so i like, think part of the problem but i don't think that they're gonna i don't think they're gonna sweat that detail honestly hmm. i guess you're i yeah and i guess i guess credit and credit scenes like the rules don't necessarily apply it yeah. could just be a thing yeah you're right maybe maybe they were on their way to meet her and he was calling her to tell that well, he was gonna, gonna, gonna be late yeah. i don't know the way it's set up is it felt like it actually had weight to it like it actually meant something as opposed to it's a throwaway. That's just that's just a really big setup. Like, yeah. I don't know what we're supposed to see from her in her movie to be like. Do you guys know what Captain Marvel is? Because I thought that only Captain what James Marvel has told me like what he's Superman. gotten from Marvel Puzzle Quest. Oh, okay. I only know it from the X Men animated series. I mean, she's she Rogue stole all her powers. Yeah, so she's basically Rogue pre before like a rogue. weaker Rogue. So yeah, yeah. No, she's just she's just she's a Rogue that can't she's suck an equal power. Rogue. Yeah. yeah, she she puts down a, a countdown tile that puts strike tiles down when it runs out. She, does like she absorbs energy damage. and she fires it back. Yeah, and um, by X Men parlance, uh, this is this is a question out of ignorance. What has fucked with Rogue, like power level wise? What do you mean? Oh, what can she just get punched to death, or is she like Superman or Gambit's penis? Yeah. She, that, just absorbs, she just absorbs anything, right? Well, that's Rogue. Sorry, yeah, yeah. MM is Marvel. Oh, that, like that that equivalent of power. I don't. I don't know what that means. Is hmm. that more than space wizard? Or I, I mean, it does. Who knows? I don't yeah, know. I'm just ignorant of the, the existing Ms. Marvel they, stuff. Well, the power levels in this are unclear because it would <laughs> appear as though Scarlet Witch is nerfed. No, I was uh, the most pretty, one of the most powerful. She destroyed an in Infinity the Gem. Yeah, yeah, but she's still not like House of M style where she just blinks half of you know. She just gets rid of mutants. Yeah, you know, and that. I thought that was because her energy was similar to the stones, not because she was the most powerful. She got her, she got her energy from the Tesseract. Tesseract. Oh. Yeah. So but I'm just saying. It was that, yeah, well, they shared, like, I'm I'm just purely going off the moment so. where everyone is trying to stop Thanos, mm-hmm. and she hits him with a beam that he does have to block and push against. Dude, that happened, like, a dozen times, where it was like, he uses his glove to defeat someone, and then the next person that comes up to him, he's like, "Oh, I got a, I got a melee with you!" Like he could have just wiped everybody the fuck out with his glove every single fight scene, and he didn't. But they that wouldn't, did spe- wouldn't be fun to watch. Well, they did no, specify. No, I know. That's, yeah, no. so they did specify that he was learning to control the powers in the opening scene or whatever. They said he's had it for like a week. He had that glove for like a week. Yeah. And so I th- I chalked it up to the fact that number one he has to kind of make a fist because anytime buttons. he didn't make a that's fist, that's true. They like locked his hand. Anytime up he didn't make a fist, it mm-hmm. seemed like he was unable to really access the power of the gen- mm-hmm. gems. And two, 
he does. He's like, all right, I'll space you, but then I gotta mite you. Like yeah. I don't know. I put his, I, don't know, there's, his, there's, I put his glove on cooldown. I don't know. <laughs> I, I thought the the last scene they showed with him when he's like he's just walking up to Vision and just everyone's coming at him. He's like, nope, nope, yeah. nope. I was like, that's kind of bad. That was, I, a good way to yeah, that was really cool. I um, will say, I can tell you my least favorite thing about this movie. Go for oh. it. Because no movie's perfect. No. At no point did Peter Parker make a funny quip about the fact that Doctor Strange and Tony Stark have the same facial hair. I was waiting for that. There was a perfect moment where they were facing each other and they were talking really serious. And then I wanted Peter to go, do you guys go to the same barber or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Because he's very funny in that movie. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was when like, mine comes in, will it look like yours? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, oh, how, how, being an adventurer, does that mean I get a sharp beard too? Yeah, your hair no, looks dumb. No, he didn't dumb. acknowledge yeah. it, even though there's a profile shot of the two of them yeah. and it's identical. They're spiking <laughs> their little Facebook face or whatever. It's <sighs> a very good know. point. No. That, was, that was my only thing. I was like, right. let's give it, let's just give it a nine out of 10. Yeah, yeah I get a nine fine. out of 10. Um, John, what is, what is your what is your big grudge against nine this nine film? Out of ten. Your, What's your, your big issue? One? Why do you hate this movie so yeah. much? Oh, I love it. Why do you no, hate America? On it. it didn't it didn't establish rules and follow them. Uh, Pardon me. Um, That's tough with a, a yeah, reality change. I know. I know. I'm not. It. Oh, I, I, I thought think, it was good enough. It could have. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. You're That's right. fair. I thought um, I thought they actually were pretty damn good with the continuity of some of the other movies, like. Seeing uh, how what's his face uh, Black Panther suit still works, mm-hmm. like those sorts of things, That's or the oh. fact that they were uh, integrating, they were going back to Scarlet Witch. It's like, oh, you got your powers from an Infinity Stone. Your powers can destroy the Infinity Stone. I was like, oh, that's pretty smart. That's actually con. That's with the continuity. Cool. But then there's there's other stuff where Juan is like, this the gem is gone, so I will stay in here, mm-hmm. even though it's worthless now. Well, mm-hmm. he's worthless, and I'm going to stay character. here and clean up the mess. <laughs> and then and then they're like. Everyone go protect Vision, but for some reason Thor does not. Thor decides to wait, even though he can teleport all over the place and kill things in large groups, and seems to be the only one who can actually match the strength of Thanos. Can Thor teleport around now? He can now at the end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. And they're fighting in Wakanda. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like they're all like they're all like, get to get to Vision, protect Vision, mm-hmm. and then Captain America runs there. I can only assume, and he's there in like two seconds. All oh, right, but then Thor doesn't show up until it's too late, and I'm like, did he just get caught up? Uh, blowing he got caught little up, guys just up, fucking shit up. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, everyone else got there tree. before Fuck him, you. and yeah. he literally travels on lightning. Sorry, John, yeah. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I, was, I said fucking shit up. There right. might so, be scene, like cut scenes or whatever. What right. what was Thor was doing at the time? I think, they but just, they just had to chop him. Yeah. Like, ah, it's possible. Man. Whatever he was doing at the time was less important. Than what he was doing then. I don't disagree. I, but I like that they made Peter and half, Dinklage uh, big. That was yeah, cool. Yeah, that was good. That, that was, was a fun one. And it was really uh, dumb until they acknowledged it was dumb, and yeah. I went cool. Yeah. Okay, that was smart. When he's just like, "This it, is stupid that I'm big." This makes no sense. I did punching uh, Stormcaller. I did notice that uh, Chris Pratt found his range in this movie, which is that when he got mad and started punching Thanos, it was like, "Oh, he went." Uh, he, he that is outside of his range. They prattle oh. that off. Yeah. What anger or rage? You mean? I don't know. It was just like he's always been so good and stuff. And then when he was getting mad at Thanos and punching him, it was like, oh, you didn't feel it? That's that's not very good I, acting. I wasn't oh. crazy about the fact that they managed. They could have done that moment without making him fuck it all up. Yeah. yeah. Like he's literally yeah. he literally fucked it all up. Yeah. And they could have done it in some way where he came to his senses and then got hit with space rock. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then accidentally bumped into Thanos something. or something like yeah. that, as opposed to him going, "No, I'm going to do something stupid yeah. and then do it," which but. is what he did both times, right? Like, wait, his initial plan almost worked. 
Well, no, he tried he, to oh, shoot yeah, her. Oh, yeah, he... he he oh, didn't that. shoot her fast enough, so he changed the reality of the gun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then he punched Thanos. So Chris Pratt just fucked up a bunch of times. Basically, so. yeah. That he was the one sort of moment in that movie where I was sort of like shaking my head a little bit, saying like, "Why is he just being dumb to be dumb?" Well, I was like, "You did such a good job protecting all the characters in this movie with so much juggling, but you did did it at the sacrifice of Star Lord, which sucks because mm-hmm. he didn't come off Guardians of the Galaxy two mm-hmm. as like anyone's favorite. I think in that movie." Guardians of the Galaxy 2 kind of shit on him, too. Mm-hmm. They're like, he's got daddy issues, and he walks away from his friends sometimes, and, and then, like, he gets basically gets used, and I don't know. Yeah. Eh. Well, it sucks, because Chris Pratt's great. Yeah. Sorry, he's a great character. Uh, any other final thoughts? Because I think we're going to close it out right there. Uh, I uh, oh! <laughs> Sorry. Go ahead. No, you seem very, you you seem very enthusiastic. Do you guys want to know why oh, yeah. uh, the Bluths were credited uh, oh. in the credits? Yeah, why Arrested Development characters were in the yeah. credits? Sure. And cut there. Um, it's because there was a blue man in uh, in the collector's room. Oh, they really? had a blue man in jean shorts. Or oh, something. really? That's I read cool. that beforehand. Damn it! I was it. like, I gotta keep an eye out for it. And then the scene was good, and so mm. I forgot. Oh, all right. And uh, Lawrence, cool. what were you gonna say? Oh, uh, thoroughly enjoyed it. The only reason I think it was like seventy five percent is. Uh, this is asking a lot because everything it tried to do, it did. It would have been cool if there was any kind of like commentary or something about Thanos's uh, judgment or his his motivations. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. It would have been neat if there were some kind of like underlying thematic discussion going on. But it was mostly just bad man do bad thing. I, I appreciated how they fleshed it out, mm-hmm. but it would have been cool if there were another character that represented another way of thinking or another kind of belief. Gotcha. Mm. Instead, it was just a bunch of people saying, we don't want to die, which is also, it's fine. Very but valid. It, not really about much. It's mostly yeah. maybe about conquering or invasion or it's Sort of like a reverse, killing. it's kind of a reverse Jor-El situation. Mm. Uh, yeah. Superman's father, where he's like, the planet's blowing up. Why isn't anyone listening to him? And, and then Brainiac's, it's fine, chill out. And then Brainiac boosts off. He's like, the, we're, we're killing the universe. We need to stop. We're, we're, it's a finite resource. It's a neat idea. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was kind of cool, but yeah, you're right. There was no, the opposite was, well, I don't want to die. There there was Fine. a bit of a Tony Stark, or was it uh, Captain America and Vision going like, we're not going to trade a life for a life. Yeah, I, right? I was waiting Which for that to really then, connect. But then, I did not agree with that. Uh, yeah, I don't know if that's always true. <laughs> um, but then they did but, it. Then they then, tried to break the jab. So but, like, then, but then Vision was like, fuck it, blow my brain. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> die, you bet. Blow my brain. <laughs> so maybe in part two, Captain America's uh, relentless desire to save everyone will be the lynch linchpin that somehow undoes Thanos' idea to save the galaxy yeah. with maybe. a culling. Were, but I don't see how they're going to connect those threads. Oh, that's gonna, It's coming out in a year, right? I don't know. That's what the original plan yeah, I was. Think, I, yeah. yeah, I think they, it's coming out next May or something. They're juggling like bowling balls. <laughs> so I admired them for not killing them. Well, that's why Very I was talking to Rising about this, but it's like Ant-Man's coming out soon, and then yeah. after that it's whatever next one, but it's like... When's ha- Ant-Man going to take place? Like, where are you? I, th- that's my question. Is like, is it... Probably pre-Infinity War. That's, that's, that's right. the thing. Is like, Are they going to say... This takes place before Infinity War? Or, like Kevin Feige comes and goes, yeah. hey, hey guys. Yeah. Half the people are gone. That means we can rob a bank. Maybe, maybe that's the plan. That would know. be pretty morose and weird, but Dark. who knows? I don't know. Anyway. I don't know. Well, uh, that's it for Filmhouse this week, everyone. Thank you for watching, listening. Uh, I hope you went and saw Avengers before we spoil the shit out of it for you. Um, anyone want to go see it again? I generally, I'm all right. I generally, I mean, that's a long time to spend in a theater. Yeah. All right. And and going to theaters 
once is good because then you get the experience. But going again is just asking for more people to be talking behind you yeah. <laughs> while you're watching a movie that you like. Yeah, only yeah. one shush. It worked. Well, if I see you uh, there this weekend, anyone else? Because I'm going to go see it again because Jess hasn't seen it yet. I'll see you there at the theaters. Thank you guys for uh, being on the podcast. Yeah. A lot of fun stuff. I love hearing your opinions. Uh, and thank you, Lisa, for sponsoring this podcast. Once again, please check out lisa.com forward slash filmhouse. Uh, let them know we sent you. And then uh, we can keep talking about... Uh, the lack of Hulk in the Hulk movie. Mark Ruffalo, a green screened into the top of the Hulkbuster <laughs> yeah. suit, was the only bad. Just put a gradient and the, on him. Lifting up Loki yeah. were the only two bad special effects. Yeah. It's fun <laughs> so How do you make a robot look sad? I don't know. Pop the top. Have him looking sad. All right. Yeah. We'll see you next week, guys. Yeah. Bye. <laughs>